0: Social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show.
1: Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508 252 3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401. 401- good for the environment and also now it's renewable online at propaneplus.com propane plus heating and cooling in massachusetts call the rehoboth office 508-252-3359 and in in rhode island 401-885-4209 you can depend on propane plus you're listening to the john DePetro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at the website com. it is monday i am back my goodness it feels great to be back in the united states of america folks it does i want to thank everyone so supportive that was uh, quite the endeavor folks a month covering over there in poland and ukraine it's hard to believe actually But it does feel fantastic to be home. And I want to get caught up right away with uh, some of the local news. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, it's brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogie. Folks, give him a call today. The guy is fantastic. And they want to help you as we are transitioning right now, obviously. Boy, it's still pretty chilly out. uh, But good weather coming up this week. But why not call R.E. Coogan and Heating? Remember, for uh, cooling or heating and or also don't forget for plumbing as well give them a call and i also want to thank them they were just uh, fantastic supportive during uh our international one as we uh, made our way over to ukraine if you missed any of it i want to uh, thank everyone for all, all your kind words but it's on the website petro.com. but re coogan and heating folks call them today 401-732-6562 do you have a problem right now with your heating or cooling or maybe plumbing call re coogan and heating 401-732-6562 helpful trustworthy reliable plumbing heating and cooling residential services remember kook says let us into your home don't fix it alone re coogan and heating well folks as always visit the website to petro.com we uh, certainly have some very interesting unique original stories and video it's all right there it's a happening at to petro.com and don't forget to petro.com, which is brought by the Kohesit Inn. Stop off and see them. 226 Kohesid Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you. Delicious food at the Kohesit Inn. So I want to play this. Governor McKee, <clears throat> he's decided to go on the offensive. He's going on on the angry guy. Blah, blah, blah. We did nothing wrong. Uh, you know, I came in and it was a pandemic and hey listen this is the fbi is targeting him the fbi is going after him and it's and and of course he's angry and that's what they've decided to come off on is uh he's the angry guy didn't do anything wrong guess what i've heard this before we've all heard this before buddy Cianci, do you remember he was gonna go fight his charges at the hague if he had to how did that work out six years in federal prison that's how it worked out governor dupreet Governor Preed, I did nothing, absolutely nothing wrong until he went and did a year at the ACI. Of course, you had Brian Saralt, the mayor of Pawtucket. I fully expect to be vindicated until he went to prison. There was Jerry Martineau. I absolutely did nothing wrong until then he admitted he did. John, Senator John Salona, I was trying to help the people of Rhode Island. Right before he went off to prison, folks, we've heard Gordon Fox absolutely did nothing wrong. There's nothing there they can investigate me, folks. We all. What do you think they're gonna say? They always say that. They say it until they don't. So let's hear. This is Governor McKee. I'm gonna, I did nothing wrong. I didn't contract. I didn't rig a contract. Oh, you mean the five million I was given to my friends in exchange for campaign donations? No, I, uh, I was trying to help. Oh, you were trying to help people. Right. Let's hear. This is uh, Governor McKee. Um,
2: this is in the news. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, one that, uh, you know, we responded to multiple times. I can tell you that, FBI that probe. nothing that is going to be, that's going to come out that's going to reflect on, on me yeah. uh, in a way uh, in these investigations, nor, nor my administration. So right. That's why they're that
1: investigated.
2: Aside. We made decisions... Here we go. Coming in in a pandemic, in the most critical time in the state's history, coming in midterm, and the decisions that we made every single day, were in the best interest of the people in the state of Rhode Island.
1: Hold on. That's absolutely not true. And if all of that was true, why is the FBI investigating you along with the state police and the attorney general? But it continues.
2: Whether it had to do with the health. Whether it has to do with the economy or whether they have the schools, and I'll call it the equity issue which is front and center. So the 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 the
1: Did he just say the equity issue? <laughs> now he's even using that word? I thought that word left when Dr. Scott left, who's getting forty six thousand a month. Listen, he can do the angry guy thing all he wants all day long. It's not gonna change. You think the FBI cares about this? Remember C I you're not gonna find any stains on this jacket i did not i'll fight this all the way to the hague until he went to federal prison
2: the area there and let's take a look at what we've done when you take a look at the fact that we have a two to five year learning recovery
1: (laughs) i mean this is comical you know this is we had to destroy the village to save it oh okay so you you were you that's why you were concerned about the kids yeah. That's why your friends incorporated the company right away to get millions. As he's giving each state worker a three thousand dollar bribe. He he can do the angry guy thing all day long. And maybe he intimidated some people. I can't wait till the next press briefing. Uh Governor, are you planning on resigning? Uh you gonna testify? Are you gonna take the fifth in front of the grand jury? Yeah. Yeah. Well I just came out of a war zone. You don't scare me, Harry. All right, let's hear it.
2: For our students. And I'm in a <clears throat> march and saying we need to get at this right away yeah. because I knew...
1: We need to start giving you this money right away because I need campaign donations. So I'm going to give you $5 million, You kick back 10%. That's 500000
2: This was going to be a serious problem. So anything that, anything that we contributed into the effort is helping us. We want to be closer to two years than five years. That's why we put a comprehensive education strategy in our budget which part of that is the work that was done by ILO that reflects in our local learning centers. And so there's, going to be, there's value in everything that we did. They didn't
1: do anything. Uh,
2: clearly when we made the decisions, uh, it was at a point in time where we felt as though it was
3: critical.
1: Clearly when we rigged the contract.
3: Well, on the learning centers, they talked to three communities, right? It, it, That's no more it. More that. and they didn't the do anything. We'll, we'll,
2: see, we'll see where the results is there. No, we, we already and, saw. And I hope that we take a look at what I put in the budget for education so the, why not one of those pieces just one stand
1: what, what does that even have to do with it you rigged a contract for your friends they walked away with five million once they've been had they suddenly backed out of the deal if everything was on the up and up why did they end the contract you can do the angry guy thing all day long i've already seen this movie where have I seen this before? Oh, that's right. Operation Plunderholm. I, Plutterdome. Uh, we've done nothing. And I love this city. I'll fight this all the way to The Hague. You're not going to find any stains on this jacket. I, I, I've i seen this movie. I know how it ends, Governor McKee.
2: Peace does the job. But we put in seed money for learning centers. We put dollars in for that.
1: First of all, he, he acts like it's his own money. That's our money. And never mind that, that was COVID money. That he had nothing to do with. If Raimondo gets passed over by Biden, he doesn't get any of this money. He, yeah, last March, it's true. He came in, had an unbelievable situation. He gets to be governor and they gave him $2 billion and he's blown it. Question is not if he's going to get indicted, when he's going to get indicted. And will he take the so fifth in front so of the grand we jury? Have
2: physical facilities in any community that wants it. Uh, we also put in this uh, higher ed academy uh, to... Uh, For certificate degrees, uh, associate degrees, and four-year degrees, and we put in two hundred fifty million dollars for school construction. And
1: thats a bribe to the labor. Two hundred fifty million for school construction. Does anyone really believe they need to spend that kind of money? What about all the cities and towns? That's just—he's totally—that—that is just a gift to labor. And by the way, the two hundred fifty million—if you actually put that out to bid. To private contractors, they could probably do the job for like 100 million or I'll even go 150 million so they're only overcharging everybody by 100 million. But he he acts like it's his money, it's our money as opposed to what 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 what, what do you mean you were going to do that? you know that 250 million the school construction you you could be giving that back to people the taxpayers. you could be giving that back to the people. You don't need to do build more schools. What do you mean build schools? Let the communities build them. That, that's a total waste.
2: $200 million for higher ed construction. In addition to that, we put in $40 million for job training. Any one piece Hold on. standalone.
1: $40 is- million for job training? What does that even mean? Who's getting that? That's another insider deal. All of these things he's mentioning, folks, they're all insider deals it's becoming very clear it's not a matter of if he's going to get indicted it's a matter of when he's going to get indicted and i'm willing to i'm ready to see our democrat voters going to elect someone to win the primary who's on the verge of being indicted by the fbi we're gonna find maybe 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 governor McGreed mcgreeg will in fact win the primary we're gonna find out let me hear a little more. The angry guy Not going
2: to be, you know, the, the thing that actually does the whole the deal okay. for us. So it's a combination of all the things. And ILO did the work. Their expertise was important for us at that moment in time, as all the expertise that we rolled into anything that had to do with a pandemic, a historic pandemic, by the way, which oh, I think historic. people forget. At least some of the reporting that goes on. Here forgets we go. Where we were in March of last year. Highest back lowest vaccination, highest death rates. Uh, high hospitalization rates, an economy that was wrapped around plexiglass and an education system that was all virtual. So the decisions that we made at that point in time were in the best interest of the people in the state of Rhode Island. And I stand by each and every one of those decisions.
1: And then walks off. Now, first of all, the, the, the vaccination, thing the vaccination had just come out. He's taken the credit for a lot of different things. And that is uh, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. So he's angry. He's going to fight it. He's the fighting angry guy. And I did this and I saved the day. And what are you talking about? Walked in. It was a boatload of cash. Uh if anything, he then held on to Dr. Scott. What do you mean improve the economy? How how has that been helped? I, I does anyone know what he's talking about? He went in the most crucial time. And and you know, and, and some of the reportings forgetting what I did. Listen, the reporters are reporting exactly what they're reporting which are facts which is you are the target of an fbi probe so he can do the angry guy thing and, and 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 as by the way as i predicted his new opponent is now the media the dan mckee uh his new talking point is not that he did anything wrong oh no no it's the media's fault i'm waiting for him to talk about fake news for crying out loud folks this portion of the john petro show it's brought to you by propane plus call them today for all your propane needs heating and cooling 401-885-4209 in massachusetts 508-252-3359 propane plus three generations the team there they're available 24 7 service and delivery and they're going to serve you for a long time online billing all customers receive a free safety inspection all the equipment folks they are the best called propane plus today by the way online propaneplus.com residential propane service commercial propane service always there for you it's propane plus i like they actually have the colors of ukraine with the blue and yellow propane plus dedicated providing exceptional propane services for homes and businesses throughout southeastern massachusetts and rhode island work hard find a level of service you won't find anywhere else and i believe that they are. I am such a fan. Not only their uh, job, their work ethic, but everything they do. Propane plus four oh one eight eight five forty two oh nine. So Governor McKee's decided he's gonna punch back. No more running and hiding from the press. I did this and I did that. Somebody gave him a pep talk. I did this and I did that. And we were in the middle of the pandemic, and I say I was saving lives. I was in the operating room no one was in school no one could believe we were doing it it was doomsday uh by by june people were already saying well the whole economy was wrapped around plexiglass <laughs> the fact that things changed things changed once we got the vaccine things changed when we learned more about the virus and then they changed as weather got nicer he just happened to fall as it was coming into springtime and we learned more about the virus and realized that it's it's far more contagious inside and so it's gonna kind of like be along the seasonal flu when when the winter w- weather gets cold and everyone goes inside, c- cases will spike, and then as it's then warmer and you can be outside, uh, it just doesn't spread as rapidly. So everything he mentioned, if Governor Raimondo, if she had not left, she she would have done all of those things. This still comes back to, by all accounts, they rigged a contract. So friends of his could collect a quick payday. They formed a company on a Monday, and on a Wednesday, they had a $5 million contract as he walked them through how to get it. Uh, That's bid rigging, and it sure sounds like it's illegal, and there was federal money involved, and he may not like it, but there's an FBI probe, and we're going to wait to see if Governor McKee is going to be indicted by the FBI. You want facts? Those are facts. All right, you're listening to The John DiPietro Show you're listening to the john DePietro show folks it's am 1380 99.9 fm again you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com it is monday it is april 4th again um i i appreciate everyone that was listening and supportive that was quite the endeavor we took took on i want to thank of course jeff and jr and everyone uh at the radio station that was very uh, gracious and allowing us to try that that was that was it was not easy a full month uh four weeks overseas right there starting obviously in poland and then uh, we would go in and out and i want you know you to be clear that um the the fact is it was it was very de- <laughs> that's a, an understatement it was beyond dangerous at night it was it, it was difficult in, in and i'll share with you some of the difficulties that i ran into in trying to get some people that would go with me and guide me was number one if you're another citizen a lot of young Men that normally might do that, just even younger people, they they were fearful that they would get stuck there and they'd be handed a rifle and say, you know, welcome to the cause. So you have that the language barriers, but I also want to be clear. Think of and and I don't know how many people do it, but if you see me when I cover a a crime scene, a police scene, you have the police that are there and they're keeping people away. They set up the yellow tape. In, In many ways, that does even exist in a war situation. There's a lot of of ukrainian police military that were very very cautious and the fact that i was an american made it even more so they it was it was very clear at times they were hostile but they did not want to have something happen to the likes of of me on their watch and and it the the more that i was trying to enter different area areas that potentially could have been more dangerous but where more the battle was going on the more it was amped up that almost they felt that I was putting them in harm's way and their job in harm's way. Um, as one of them said to me, if if I let you through where you want to go and then something happens to you, I'm I i going to end up in, like, forget about getting fired. They're going to put me in jail. So, listen, you're an American. This is a, a war zone. You, I know you want to go over to that area and cover it. I, I I'm not allowing it. I don't care um it's not going to happen and and I'm, I'm also it's not lost on me that certain news organizations first of all the news organizations over in europe i mean that's like part of their beat right that's like they have correspondents in that region all the time some of the larger ones just to put it in perspective listen the washington post has long-standing ties and they have photographers they send in i'm not you know de- uh, delusional they send people in that have long covered the region and they know it. if they speak several languages um same thing whether it's you know whether it's it's cnn or or washington post or new york times or the wall street journal i mean listen this is what they do they have foreign bureaus they have foreign reporters and correspondents and they know the terrain they know the area they work with people like that um i i I certainly was not in a situation to be able to do anything like that so but would would you see firsthand and, and watch firsthand it, it, it's really just appalling folks again if you missed some of it go to the website to petro.com and um our website which is brought to you by brood awakenings stop in i can't wait to see them this week fresh ingredients cozy environment discover the brood difference they're just fantastic two, two locations in johnston and then also the location pontiac avenue in cranston and also uh bald hill road in warwick where they have the full bar and delivery uh excuse me in uh, drive through. it's it's brood awakenings i can't wait to have some some uh, some great brewed awakenings American coffee folks. Let's go back to face the nation now. Former national security adviser to the Trump administration, H.R. McMaster, talking about the Russian forces Very far. in Ukraine.
4: Just to be really clear with our viewers, um, since you served in the military for so long. What we are describing and what is being documented as having happened outside Kiev is very far beyond the acceptable code of conduct for U.S. military forces. Can you just put that in context for anyone who would say war is always bloody? How do you see what happened? Well, this, this, this is, this, this
5: is a, an unprofessional force. This is a force that is not adhering to the basic military ethic or the, or the, the, law of war or, 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 the, or, the, or just war theory. Juice in bellow theory requires you to apply force with discipline and discrimination and, and, uh, and to protect non-combatants. of course. Russia actually, it's, its tactic was to commit mass murder against non-combatants because it didn't have the military competence to accomplish its objectives uh, through fire and maneuver and the defeat of uh, of, the, of the opposing uh, military force and then the, the then the uh, control of that territory. So this is this is against the law of war. It's a, it's against uh, it's against the military ethic and it's against what we have in our armed forces. The, the you know the professional uh warrior ethos which is based on principles such as honor and self-sacrifice and and that also includes taking on more risk ourselves to protect innocence even uh even in in an activity that involves killing and, and the prospect of death
1: you know that is that is all part but that's part of who putin is right he's a gangster he's a murderer um Let's go to uh, Martha Ratt. Russian plans have essentially imploded.
4: ...that they've lost at least the first part of this war. Exactly, George. The Russian plans have essentially imploded, failed. Just look. Look at Ukraine's capital and those surrounding towns and villages that the Ukrainians have now taken back from the Russians. Just think about that. Think where we were at the end of February when the Russians invaded. They thought, the U.S. thought that the Russians would roll into Kiev, take over the city within days, and oust the Ukrainian government, and this morning they have given up that plan. But the Pentagon does not believe the fight is anywhere close to being over. Those retreating Russian troops are now moving south and east into the Donbas region, as we said, where they are reinforcing resupplying for a new and bigger push there. And look at where the attacks are already intensifying. They're in the south, along the Black Sea. The Russians are pummeling the coast with missile strikes. So while those original plans failed, desperation on the part of Russia, the humiliation of the ground forces could make this even deadlier in the coming.
1: You know, there's no rules with them. There's no rules. They don't care. It's just bomb and kill as many people as possible you know I, I also take exception with some of these people like tucker carlson was angry with the united states because we killed Gaddafi. he was an animal he was a murderer he was a terrorist like what are we talking about what are you you're upset about that these people look for any excuse to drag down the united states all right uh meet the press secretary of state anthony blinking Blinken. excuse me talking about the new phase of the war uh, let's hear this. Uh, Here we go. Let me start with the news
3: of the Russians pulling back from Kiev, focusing, appears now, uh, on the east where they've had a bit more military success. Are we in a new phase in this war?
5: Well, Chuck, we may be. Uh, I think this is evidence that uh, Russia's original plans uh, to take over the whole country, uh, including Kiev, have been uh, dealt a devastating uh, setback. They're regrouping. They may be focusing on the east, but... Let's keep in mind, they still have the ability to uh, wreak massive death and destruction, uh, including in, in places like Kiev with, uh, uh, with air power and missiles. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, they may be regrouping, uh, they may be uh, uh, recalibrating. We're focused on, on, on what they're doing, uh, not what they're saying. And um, if it's a refocus on the East, yeah. uh, there's still uh, you know, a tremendous amount uh, that's going to be uh, ahead of us. As President Biden said uh, recently, this could go on for some time. And the question is how much uh, death and destruction Russia wreaks in the meantime.
1: You know that is um, again. I, I I don't I I don't think he's been effective in in any way. Now, folks, I am going to be talking about again, Governor McKee. Now, boy, that I've never heard a politician who is accused of a crime. Boy, I've never heard this. He claims he's he's not guilty. Boy, but what, I don't think I've ever seen that before. For instance, when Buddy Sansi was uh, was indicted, I I he I, I I oh wait a minute, that's right. They always say they're not guilty. Right. Jerry Martineau, John Senator John Salona, Governor Ed Depreet, Mayor Brian Serault, Mayor Buddy Cianci, Speaker Gordon Fox. Oh, wait a minute. How about the North Providence Councilman? Oh, wait, that's right. They always say they're not guilty. Oh, we were doing a lot. You were doing nothing. You're the target of an F- FBI probe. Anyone that wants to downplay it or, or he doesn't know how to respond at this point other than now becoming the angry man. You know, everything I was doing, I was doing for, he sounds like Walter White in Breaking Bad. I was doing for my family, making 80 million selling meth. I did for my, you know, you can rationalize a lot of things. The modern thing to me just doesn't work for Governor McKee. I was trying to save lives in Rhode Island. And if they want to come after me, then they can come after me. But I wouldn't do anything differently. Well, all right, that's good good so in other words when you go in front of the grand jury you're prepared to answer all questions oh no i'm not going to answer any questions all right now folks this is brutal what have you had behind me this is cnn in uh Buka. they have the atrocities and a live grave uh excuse me mass grave behind them let's hear this
0: it's also a place that we visited yesterday it's It's an awful sight. We're not going to come any closer to it uh because obviously uh. we want to be respectful of it. but it's essentially two sand berms that you can see there. The actual mass grave is behind uh both of these sand berms, and there are literally dozens of bodies at the top of that. Um,
1: All right, well, now we have a minor here we go. should be okay now.
3: Uh, obviously, the communications oh, there are oh, difficult, yes. but I want people to pause for a moment and let it sink in what Fred said there at the very beginning of that conversation. Fred Plykin in Bucha says, "What you have behind me is a mass grave." Oh, god! Are chilling words in and of themselves. Fred suggesting or saying that one hundred and fifty, up to one hundred and fifty bodies oh, are in there. Bucha, the city northwest of Kiev, where the Russians were in control for a month, for five weeks, before being pushed out by this Ukrainian counteroffensive. The Ukrainians retreating north there, and now the Ukrainian forces
1: back in control, discovering horror when they're back there, Brianna. God.
4: Yeah, and, you know, we also had heard earlier from the mayor, he thought that maybe as many as 290 bodies were there, but he also told us that half of them had been identified which certainly would be close to 150. So uh, we're going to try to get more information on those numbers, of course. But that is so many lives. And this is what folks... Have, uh, actually, you know what? I think we have Fred back. Let's try to get him in, in Buccia. Fred. Fred?
1: Go ahead, Fred. Go ahead, Fred.
0: Hi there, Brianna. I'm really sorry about this because we're – obviously there's big problems with communications here. Tell me about it. uh, The the satellite phone uh, networks are so down. The the regular networks are down. So we're sort of on a a satellite dish, a small one that we've set up here. But let me just set the scene again. Obviously, behind me, you have the mass grave here at Bucha. It's right behind uh, the main church. And what the people here have been telling us is they've been starting to fill this grave basically shortly after the, the russians entered this oh. place because so many civilians uh, were getting killed in the process and you know behind me the authorities say that there's around 150 to maybe 200 bodies inside that mass grave already the mayor of bucha has obviously said that he believes that in total here in this uh, district around 300 people might be buried in in mass graves but this is certainly one of the main ones we just had some ukrainian troops who came through here as well obviously everybody who, who comes here is deeply saddened and, and and angered by what they see and and the bodies that are inside that mass grave you know all of them have been placed into plastic bags some of them are however still have sort of limbs uh, that are coming out of, of the top layer oh of soil goodness and there's sort of several layers of dead bodies that are that are buried here and unfortunately the people that we speak to on the ground we spoke to some of the emergency services guys and they told us this is not the end of it. They are still finding bodies, not so much anymore in the streets. However, a lot of bodies inside houses, a lot inside cellars, people who took cover, uh, some who, uh, who, who were killed uh, in other ways. So this is certainly something that no one here really believes is going to end uh, anytime soon. The fact that they are finding dead people in Bucha all over the place. Oh. We, on the way here... We stopped an ambulance, we stopped an emergency services worker and he told us that him and his crew uh, and the other crews that were picking up these dead bodies collected more than 480 in the last sort of hours, in the last overnight uh, hours alone. So certainly you can see right now as the Ukrainian forces have moved in here, as they've taken control here, that's where we're seeing the full picture or starting to see the full picture of how many civilians were actually killed. And and Bucha is one of those places where, of course, we know that there was that very heavy fighting going on. There's also still a lot of destroyed Russian armor uh, that's uh, in the streets here. Uh, There's much more Russian armor that was destroyed than many people would would, would think. And also then the Russians, of course, are are letting on. They're, of course, saying that this was a retreat that they had said was going to happen any time. They said it was orderly. When you're on the ground here, it certainly does not look orderly at all. A lot of Russian stuff is destroyed, and a lot of Russian uniforms are laying next to destroyed vehicles. Because the Ukrainians say some of these Russian troops, they went out so fast they ditched their uniforms and simply ran away. Cowards! So it is an absolutely devastating picture here uh, in in this district of Bucha, just outside of Kiev. And you know, as you can see behind me, that mass grave. There still are a lot of people who are coming here. There's also people looking for loved ones. We saw someone just break down and cry because he believed that his brother was, was now buried here, whom he'd been looking for for a very long time. Um, this is definitely something that is, you know, obviously hurting the people here of Ukraine uh, as more and more focus is now coming here on this district of Brianna.
3: Uh, it should hurt the soul of humanity, Fred. And it's very important to have you there at this exact moment. You are bearing witness to history, a tragic history. And if the signal's still up and if you can still hear me, Fred, uh, what have you heard in terms of how or when these people were killed? Well,
1: All right. Lose Fred. Fred isn't hearing us no. there. But
3: again, I just want it to sink in what Fred was talking about. They,
1: they were executing civilians is basically what they were doing. Folks, you're listening to The John DiPietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Autobody Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Autobody, Body, 401 272 Thirty-three forty. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Autobody Body today. 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you. The original, the best, and the if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Autobody, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340. It's John Petro and we are in Western Ukraine, and I am with once again Andre. And uh, Andre, when we were speaking earlier, if you could just take us through how your life changed for you and your family once the war started.
6: Uh, my life changed uh, very strong because uh, we were playing in to make uh, our own program with my wife. Uh, She's a singer and I'm uh, a musician too. I'm a pianist, keyboardist, and uh, I write in arrangements, uh, backing tracks, uh, songs and so on. So we started to build our program and uh, didn't... uh, Newspaper didn't do it at time, yes, and uh, the war started. So now my life is ruined. Uh, I left all I had in Kharkiv, and I even um, don't have an opportunity to check it out if it's safe now. Uh, And. That is uh, more uh, worth for me uh, that uh, I forced to be a part with my wife, and uh, I don't know where I can join here because uh, the situation is uh, changing every minute. uh, But uh, where, uh, when uh, it will end, uh, nobody knows what what can you tell me tell us
1: about you you told me you spent a week in the bomb shelter what what was it like for where you lived during that week
6: it's like yeah, as we say in in a russian language uh, in Kharkiv uh, most people speak russian uh, so we say in uh, or like on the needles uh, it means that uh, you are in, in uh, uh, you nervous all the time you are uh, afraid all the time uh, you s- scare for your uh, relatives you scare for your uh, n- neighbors and uh, Every explosion is like, you know, you you don't know where is it, first of all, and uh, you don't know where will be next explosion. So you're afraid to get out and uh, breathe fresh air, and uh, you don't know what to do uh, for uh, every moment. You don't know, uh, do you uh, can uh, sleep a a little or should you eat or drink? You don't know what to do at all. It's horrible. it... It,
1: it, It must be terrifying when the bombing starts because it's so loud. Most of the time, nighttime, darkness. I would imagine people screaming crying praying must be just terrifying going through when there'd be a bombing
6: i must say uh, that uh, people didn't scream uh, at the first days i don't know uh, about people who stay for this moment there uh, for uh, a month Uh, for so long time i don't know uh, i can't Im- even imagine uh, condition uh, people there uh, in uh, so but at first days uh, we didn't scream we didn't uh, we didn't know what to do and uh, yes we prayed prayed a lot we all prayed it must have been
1: a hard decision to leave your home and come here very
6: difficult uh, uh, it wasn't hard decision as for me i even didn't ask my wife uh, if she want to leave uh, country because i knew that uh, she ha- have relatives in hamburg in germany and uh, I, this was my mission to bring her in, in a safe place. I didn't ask if she won because if things uh, will go uh, more bad here, okay, it will be a chance for her. To, to live and go. I don't know what will be uh, with me tomorrow or next hour or next minute. But I know that here in safe, that is all I want to know. Uh, and uh, what about our house, our life at all? It's Nobody wants to live your there's uh, previous life, this uh, life which you trying to build so hard, uh, step by step, you know, nobody wants it. But when uh, equa- uh, it's a question of death or life, the choice is obvious. Um. I've, I've interviewed
1: and talked to many people. They all seem to like and support President Zelensky.
6: Yes, yes. It, it, uh, it's definitely 100% of support of our president because we're proud of this man staying with us, fighting for us, and uh, trying to do his best to save his people, uh, in spite of uh, uh, hard decisions for politicians uh, all around the world, he's trying to do his best, I believe. He's very brave.
1: Yes, maybe. Great leader. People that I talk to on the um, coming over, they all hate Putin. And it's. Uh,
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, excuse me. I Quite was, all right.
1: All right, folks. And again, it's John DiPietro. We're in Western Ukraine. I'm with Andre, who is fantastic. You just heard his story. I want to give him a chance to tell us um, exactly his thoughts on Putin. Again, I, I want to stress we are in Western Ukraine. I've made it into Ukraine, and uh, we're going to see how much of the broadcast that we can do from here. It's very trying. The uh, amount of people that are leaving and uh, bombing has been terrible. Okay, go right ahead. Uh,
6: What about uh, uh, the hate of uh, Ukrainian people is justified? Yes, is that correct? His hatred of Ukraine people? Uh, I I didn't understand.
1: I, I meant what? What do you think of Putin? What do your friends and family think of Putin, who has brought war to Ukraine?
6: It's hard to comment, and it's hard to find uh, normal words for it. But I think that uh, position of whole world, world uh, uh, is demonstrating what we are thinking about
1: do you do you wish for the united states to get more involved in this situation
6: you know i can't uh, uh, i can't decide uh, this because it's a very very difficult situation i uh, don't know the politics so well to so i i uh, i could uh, give any advice or or, or else Pre-
1: president zelensky has asked other nations to step up and help him defeat russia and defeat putin and at least provide them the weapons do you at least support president zelensky in saying to these other countries please help us we can we can win this
6: if it uh, if we need that help I support it. Okay. I support all the decisions. Uh, the, the Ukraine
1: military is very brave the way they're
6: fighting. Yes, yes, we're very proud of it. should be
1: very proud. We are. And I want to let you know, since we the people from Ukraine that I've met, they are proud, they are inspiring, they love their country, they want to live in peace. They did not want this war.
6: Yes, yes. sure, indeed. And uh, as for me, I I must say that uh, I am not a militarist. I didn't uh, 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 finish an um, uh, army, you know, uh, and uh, and I don't want to leave my country. Right. And, uh, no. I, I try to do my best to help, even here uh, in the board, uh, at the border. I trying to support people who uh, want to live. I try to um, say a couple good word, words, words, uh, make uh, h- uh, them uh, trying to calm them. Yes. And, uh, now I want to let you know: on the
1: other side, the people of Poland are with the people of Ukraine the people of poland are helping the people coming over the border you the people of ukraine that i've seen have support from the other countries the the world has united against russia and putin in this war
6: yes yes maybe yes we we see uh, very um, many uh, foreign peoples coming here to help uh, we uh, we have met uh, military medics uh, we've met uh, warriors coming here uh, and uh, this is just for our point i think uh, there are much more people we didn't meet personally but uh, the support is very um, how is it to say in english very huge amount of support from yes. world
1: and again your english is very good how did you how did you learn English at school or YouTube or I've met some people that have learned English from YouTube and watching different things how did your English is excellent
6: Oh thank you very much How did you
1: how did you learn English Andre
6: I've learned English in the uh, school okay. at school yes uh, there was a wonderful teacher of English he gave us mm, very strong base yes uh, and uh, I've tried to improve a little. It uh, through the uh, t- time I, I've studied in the college, uh, then institute, uh, and uh, now I'm trying to support this level. Yes. You're doing fantastic.
1: My wish is that Ukraine is successful. And you are able to return to your home and once again ma- make music with your wife.
6: I pray for it. Yes. I pray for Absolutely. it. Andre,
1: keep up the great work, my friend.
6: Thank you very much, okay. folks. Again,
1: it's John DePietro. We are in Western Ukraine. Andre, that is a gripping story. Thank you, Andre. Lot more ahead on the John DePietro show. Brother's disposal. Call Brother's disposal today. Get a purple dumpster. For your driveway. How do you know it's Brother's Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401-688-0517. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brother's Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brother's Disposal. 401 401- 688 0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal 401 688 0517. Look for them on Facebook Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway 401 688 0517. All right, folks, it's John DiPietro. We're right in uh, Schmel at the train station, and I've run into someone who uh, not only are you a foreign fighter that signed up, you're going back for your second time.
7: Yeah, that true. Yeah. What,
1: what was the first time like?
7: <laughs> the, 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 I, I was like a hit in the face because everybody, war is war. But uh, when you go to the city, it's the, the thing that's realistic, too, is the smell of the bodies, that of the gunpowder, and because it's freezing in the night and it's plus in the morning so that the smell is just like terrible that was the first thing and the second thing civilians were shot like 10, 10 meters 30 feet in front of me and I was just no, 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 no
1: where are you from and what's your first
7: from, name? from Norway my first name is Morten okay. and you
1: decided to come in and now you're, you're going back for a second round yeah I'm going wow. back for a second mark Oh, that is fantastic. Now, yeah. are you traveling with someone as well? I think I saw oh,
7: This okay. guy. Yeah, okay. this other guy. Okay. And
1: uh, how is the Ukrainian soldiers and other people that are fighting? They're amazing.
7: I, I don't know about uh, because I was uh, going down to join the, uh, the foreign legion, but I didn't. I yeah, I, I don't want to say this on uh, this one. Okay. But uh, I, I I did something. I was there. I was fighting, but I was fighting with the people. So, I'm not there. I'm like a war criminal because I was helping in my kind of way, you know?
1: Okay. Um, and, and, uh, but you're motivated to go and help the people of Ukraine?
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Of course, man. Okay. If you see a girl getting jumped, you would help her. Yes. Like if you have Russia against Ukraine, it's right. like I'm a big guy, you know? Yes. You can you see yes. I'm a big guy. And if I see a big guy attacking a girl, I would help her. Yes. It's yeah. the same. For me, it's the same.
1: Absolutely. They're lucky to have you. Good luck to you.
7: Thank you, man.
1: Okay. Thank huh? you. All right, folks, there he is. And from Norway. Yeah, I'm from Norway. Norway. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Portion of the program brought to you by the Koisit Inn. Check them out on the website, depetro.com. the Koisit Inn or an Island Tradition since nineteen seventy seven, located two twenty-six Koisit Avenue in West Warwick, whether it's lunch or dinner, or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner, or even just appetizers, there's always a great crowd. You can To link directly to them, and gift certificates are available. The Coheset Inn, 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories. The rest of the media ignores. It's real news whether it's video that we're out and a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break, log on at the website. That's also the best way to reach me, by the way. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a, a button that says Contact John. You can also support the program. You you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com, and it's all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, so you can watch Facebook Live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute and then also we have some great sponsors there as well it is a happening check it each day it's depetro.com into brood awakenings and discover the brood difference two locations in johnston also in cranston pontiac avenue and then also bald hill road in warwick brood awakenings their local fresh ingredients cozy environment great comfortable chairs deli- delicious breakfast sandwiches lunch great drinks and coffee and plenty of room to spread out and meet people i'll see you and you'll discover the brood difference at brood awakenings of the john DePietro show brought to you by realtor pat elston call pat today 401-474-5253 there's a link right directly to her on the website dipetro.com bank or realty Based in Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Pat services all of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Contact Pat Elston today, 401-474-5253, and you can find her right on the website, dipetro.com.